episode 90. Welcome to Dharmic Evolution. Hey everybody, I'm your host James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio, video artist, and master storyteller. And today we're out on the left coast once again with the storytelling singer-songwriter whose bluesy, soulful rock music imitates life with a cinematic twist. Whoa, you say what? Welcome to the awesome artistry of Felice Lazé. You better strap up your seatbelts and let's go for a ride. Awesome. So it looks like we're on the left coast today and um, in California, and I have Felice Lazé. Am I saying it properly, Felice? Yes, Felice Lazé. Felice Lazé. I like the sound of that. So welcome to the Dharmic Evolution. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You've got um, quite the style and sound, girl. I love the fact that you get down and get gritty. Love your music. How did you come up with your music? Well, um, you know, I have a, a, I have, I grew up um, listening to a lot of different types of music. Um, I loved '90s R&B. I like uh, hip hop. I like rock. I like, you know, singer songwriter. And so, you know, when I started making my own music, I kind of explored all those different things that I liked. Right. And I realized. Um, what I felt most comfortable performing myself was like this kind of bluesy rock, soulful sound. When I started listening to, um, you know, Janis Joplin, Led Zeppelin, and uh, that really spoke to me um, as a performer. So I still love all kind, all kinds of music, but that that really spoke to me, um, you know, writing wise and performing for myself. Those are the things that pulled you in, the greats. Yes. Yeah, you're hanging with good company. So um, so tell me, are you in the Los Angeles area? Yes, I'm, oh. in, um, I'm in Los Angeles, uh, Sherman Oaks. Oh, okay, so you're, you're tied into the L.A. music scene. Share with us a little bit about what's going on these days as far as the L.A. music scene. Is it all over the place, all kinds of genres? Like what's happening out there with club scenes and so forth? Um, yeah, it's, it really is. It really depends on the area too that you're that you're performing in. Um, I've been performing on um, on kind of both sides of LA. I, I was doing a lot of shows on the west side, um, Santa Monica, sort of near the beach, um, and I've been playing over um, on the east side now a little bit more in the in 2016. Um, but yeah, you get all kinds of music. Um, you know, singer songwriter. Um, you know, uh, indie rock, um, hip hop. And I mean, there's, because we're in LA. So, I mean, this is the place where everybody comes to make music and, um, and try to, you know, get that shot at at, uh, being a professional musician. (laughs) Right. And we have a lot of great. And the other thing is we have a lot of great professional musicians who are like touring either, you know, doing their own thing or touring with other artists and they play a lot of shows in town here too. So that's really cool. You can, I mean, any given night you can go to a, a club and you could, you know, see the uh, bass players for, you know, uh, you know, I don't know, Will I Am or something. <laughs> you right. know, like you, it's, you could see like, you know, all kinds of different um, artists here, so it's 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 really inspirational, and it's such a co- eclectic melting pot of talent too, right? I mean, there's so much going on there. Yeah, you know, as far yeah. as styles, and you know, like everybody's from somewhere, and they're all bringing their own particular slice of music into the city, which is must be kind of cool to work with so many people. 
Yes, yeah. I mean, LA is a really great place to come to find your sound and make music and collaborate and find really high quality musicians to collaborate because it's a it really is like the cream of the crop comes here to um, to you know make it in the music industry. Right. Hey, let's give everybody a little open curtain here. This is called Calling Me. Check this out. Feliz. You better be careful One taste of me could be fatal You better be prayerful You're one more of my poison apple Drive out these ghosts You can almost hear their cries It's getting too close Something's stirring about that storm what's the message behind that song um well a lot of my songs i like to um take 
you know, realize situations and then kind of exaggerate them and create like a, almost like a tall tale. Right. Um, and so that, you know, that was drawn from, you know, different relationships that didn't go well. <laughs> oh, you had a, some of those also. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then kind of like, you know, getting, kind of getting back, um, like, you know, when they leave, then they want to come back later. <laughs> right, and, right. And, and I'm kind of haunting them um, because they're they're missing what they what they um, what they didn't what they left behind, and so um, so I turned that into like a haunting, you know, like I'm a ghost actually, right? Um, instead of it just being, you know, oh, you know, now you miss me and and I'm gone and you're thinking about me. It's like I'm haunting you and and it's and it's um, and it's tearing you up inside because I because you can't get me out of your head. Um, so, so you know, like that—that's kind of uh, exaggerating w- the real life experience, but it, it feels like that, you know. Um, and I like to um, create kind of like a little bit of um, drama, and um, and you know, I really like ghost stories. I like um, I like movies. I'm a big cinephile, so I like creating like a whole um, cinematic event when I write songs. <laughs> well, you call, you you use the right adjective when you said haunting. I mean, because that's what the whole the track speaks to, you know, it's got that kind of um vibe to it, which is really great. And you know, I noticed in your bio you said you you like uh sharing life experience and you draw inspiration from geniuses like Alfred Hitchcock and Quentin Tarantino, so you're a film buff. Yeah, I yeah. love I, yeah, I, I'm a film junkie. I love watching movies, and I love um, thrillers and suspense and mysteries. Mysteries are my favorite. So yeah, like I, I like to kind of weave that into my songs as well and create those experiences um, orally so that you know you have that kind. Of, if you close your eyes, you're kind of seeing a movie as you're listening to my songs. You know, it's so funny you pulled those two names out, you know, uh, from such different generations, you know, but they're both so brilliant in their work, you know, that you, even though they're separated by, you know, quite a few decades, it's uh, it's kind of amazing to uh, that you're fans of both their work. I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're master storytellers, you know. Yeah. Uh, they know how. Uh, they know how to tell a story and um <laughs> you know i i i just went and saw uh batman versus superman and that was a big problem for me watching that movie <laughs> oh was it <laughs> yeah there was like storytelling wise like it was all over the place and like so i that's really important to me like when i go see a movie i want it to make i want it to make you know you know sense i want to be able to follow the story right like that's the most important thing i think aside from like visuals and aside from effects and all that that's great but if the story doesn't make sense and it's not um, drawing me in then I'm not going to want to watch and it's the same thing about a song you know if the story is not um, you know uh, something that that really hits my soul and and um, brings me in then why do I want to really sit there and and listen I mean um, obviously you know if the music is good too there's some songs that that just it just feels good but I like to add that other layer in there um, so it's hitting you like with the music and it's also hitting you with the story. Yeah. Don't you feel like it, it, it's almost like people got a little bit on the complacent side because it's like, well, we'll just go to the effects library and, uh, 
you know, instead of good old uh, writing, you know, the, the best movies are still the ones that have the greatest scripts and the greatest stories to them, you know, and then you combine that with uh, really great acting and good production, yeah. you know, but but uh, yeah, just special effects does not a good movie make, I don't believe. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, so. it's a lot of of smoke and mirrors sometimes the, yeah. i mean don't get me wrong i love action films and i yeah. love you know i love special effects when done right um but you know but even but even 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 with special effects i still like um like i was really really happy with how star wars had um all the practical effects right so it it, it really had like a realism to it because it was real yeah uh-huh <laughs> um, so and you know and that's the same thing with um, with music too. Like you can do a lot of effects and stuff, and it could be really cool. But if if it doesn't have any heart and soul to it, um, I feel like you know you get tired of it quickly. Um, so that's kind of like what I what I try to do. <laughs> yeah. Hey, tell me about this um, uh, step into the circle promotional teaser and video that was in the 2015, 2015 Grammys. You know, can you t- tell us a little bit about what that was? What was that all about? Yes. Yeah. No, that was um, that was a really cool experience and opportunity. Um, and that's, again, being in L.A., like there's it. You, you get the opportunity to do a lot of things like that because um, those sort of um uh, events and things are happening in LA. So um, they were having, they did just a special, um, you know, Ciroc was one of their sponsors for the Grammys, the 2015 Grammys. So they did a special like um, online um, promotional uh, video um, or surrounding the, the Grammys. And so they wanted to feature musicians jamming together and um, creating music like right on the spot. And so it was actually really, I mean, the, the video is only a couple of minutes long, but uh, actually less than a minute, I should say. But the but the shoot, I mean, we were there for like maybe for like five hours and none of the music was um, pre-written songs. We didn't do any covers. We just all got up on stage and created music right, uh, right there on the spot. It was really, really fun. Um, you know, it, it was kind of in the in the um, in in the jazz vein of like you know just creating music on the spot and improvising. So that was really really fun. Um, and none of us had met each other before. Um, none of the musicians had met each other before. Um, so we really like that's really a testament to like how powerful music is because you know we didn't know each other, we didn't have any history together, but right there on the spot we can create you know these um, these tunes and these melodies and these songs. Um, that you know music is a is another language really you know and and it's cool how musicians can speak to each other um with that language yeah the universal language for sure hey your main instrument is guitar yeah my my main instrument is actually my voice i okay. play a little guitar and uh-huh. piano um i'm not you know any any sort of a, a guitar aficionado as far as a player goes but I, I play enough to write like that's what I write on right um, right yeah and then um as far as like when we do shows and things like that um I have uh, a guitarist that plays with me um I kind of have a rotating band it's, it all depends on like the type of show we're doing sometimes I have two guitarists sometimes I have one guitarist sometimes um I have a keyboard player sometimes I have um just if we're doing an acoustic gig it's just me and guitar and sometimes with cone so it just it all depends but i have some really really great um guys who play with me um and i'm really lucky 
because um, they're very, very talented musicians. So you're flexible enough, though, that you can, you know, like when you're writing it, um, does it matter like where, whether you're at a keyboard or a guitar, any preference or does, does it depend on the song? I, I prefer, right, when I'm writing by myself, I prefer to write with guitar. Sometimes right. I even start, I'll write, and I, and my writing process changes every time. Um, it, it really, I go with how I'm feeling and the mood I'm in. Sometimes if I'm in like a lyrical mood, I'll just start writing lyrics and then, um, and then I'll start coming up with a melody and then, then, then maybe, and then put some, you know, chords under that melody. Um, sometimes I'll start, if I'm just feeling like, you know, strumming some chords on guitar, I'll, I'll start there and then start coming up with a melody and then lyrics might follow. So it really depends on how I'm feeling. I like to collaborate a lot too. So I write, um, I like to co-write with other writers and musicians. So like even Calling Me That You Just Played, I, I wrote that with my friend Jason Carpenter, who also plays drums with me in my rotating band. <laughs> right. Great. Um, great. Hey, let's do another one. What do you say, Felice? Let's do Grave Digger. Uh, okay, cool. Here we go. To drink up your poison When you let out your demons I can't help but want them Cause I feel something creeping over me The effects of your chicory So I Sweet sugar, kids bitter like a swig of mo- 
I love the grave diggers. So you got this very gutsy, captivating, and emotional voice. Where did that come from, girl? Um, I think, oh, I think it's just, um, I think it's just like who I've listened to, um, just you know, life experiences, experimenting with my voice. I mean, when I was in school, um, I had a, a vocal. Um, and coach um, professor who um, really exposed me to a lot of jazz singers, right? And um, and I studied Billie Holiday a lot, and that really her um, her the emotion in her voice, her timing, yeah. that really influenced me a lot. Um, so I know like my sound is a little bit more, uh, rock, bluesy rock, but, um, the jazz influence really, really helped me a lot as far as, um, just finding, connecting with the song and finding like that, you know, that. Yeah. Interest. I would have never called that out, but now that you mention it, I can hear it because you've yeah. called my attention to it. So I can, I can hear what you're doing, you know, your jazz influence there. So this professor, this teacher, like, what did he, what did he impart to you? Like, what did he say when he, when he heard you sing? Um, he, oh, well, it's, fun, it's funny because, um, you know, when you're, when you're first starting out, um, you, as, as a singer, the, the younger you are, um, the more, you know, there, you definitely hit, you de your voice definitely develops as you get older. Right. And so he, he actually told me, he's like, you know, you're, you're just, just, just keep working on your craft. Just keep listening. Listening is the most important thing. Like singing is not singing all the time like of course you got to practice but actually listening is more important than singing so he said you know just be patient with your voice because it's going to keep developing as you keep you know wow. um, working at your craft he was and a that's good a teacher really, yeah that's yeah. A really that can be a difficult thing because you just want to like get it now but you know he he taught me about like patience and just and working at it every day and practice like, what was his name practice art um dr art lapierre um dr and I was art you got it going on brother i'll tell you <laughs> <laughs> yes you know why i say that because he 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 allowed you to blossom like a flower and and so many um you know so many instructors uh sometimes they have these preconceived notions of like what you're supposed to sound like and they're trying to clean you up and they're trying to button you up and and um you know he gave you such pearls of wisdom to just yes, and, and yes. especially listening because that's what uh, many of us forget to do we forget to you know as musicians we need to spend a lot of time just listening and it's so yeah. important yeah no that's so so important um and and you know and i was i've been really lucky to have had a lot of great teachers over the years and um dr Arla pierre was great um and then when i came to la um i was working with a uh, producer down here who um, introduced me to another vocal coach, um, Dave Stroud, um, who really helped me with my, uh, with just like opening up my, my, my voice and helping me with like, you know, not taking care of my voice so that I'm, I'm able to belt, but not damage my voice because there's so many singers that, um, end up, you know, it sounds great, but then, you know, doing that, doing several shows a week, singing the same way you right. can cause, you know, damage and things to your voice. So, um, I've been really lucky to learn from different different people, you know, impart different wisdom on you, and um, and that's something that I'm really really thankful that I've had a lot of different teachers and a lot of different mentors who have given me different pearls of wisdom that have helped me. 
Yeah, I per- personally, I love the style that you sing in and uh, your voice, the, the timbre, the quality of it, uh, really good. The expression, the emotion, um, all really, really solid stuff. So let's do another one. I'm so hooked here. Let's give it away. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. You're on your last cigarette I like to tattoo on your chest Spin the bottle and give me your gears Yeah, I like it when you swing me like this Give it away, away, away Oh, give it away Give it away I've held on to my heart so long I'm afraid it's gonna break So I'ma give it away Give it away Yeah, I'ma give it away There's not a moment I wanna miss I'm drunk on your head of cool lips Seven minutes in heaven is blessed Yeah, I'ma check you on my bucket us into the studio on this one what's going on the band sounds rocking love it yeah this is a really actually fun story um this song um i wrote with uh, tony gantos and uh jeff um uh, solomon and they're really great songwriters and we actually went out to the beach um, this was the first time me and Tony had written a, a few songs ago. He wrote uh, Gravedigger with me as well. Um, but um, he was like, I know this great songwriter. His name's Jeff and we should write with him. And so we decided to write for the first time together on the beach in Malibu. And um, it was, you know, of course, gorgeous, very inspirational. And we started working on 
some chords and a melody. Um, and we didn't know it was this song yet, but we, you know, we were feeling it. It was fun. We had already written, we had already like come up with some ideas for a couple other songs. And this was the last one we were coming up with some ideas for. And we just had a melody and chords. And we were like, this is really, really great. It's starting to get a little bit late now. Um, it was going to get dark soon. So we're like, let's go back to Jeff's place and finish writing this song. So we spent maybe like five minutes coming up with this chord progression and this melody and then um, got back to his place and the lyrics just poured out really, really, really fast. Um, Cause I, I turned to the two of them. I'm like, you guys, let's just, let's just have fun with this. Like, I don't want this song to be um, serious at all. I want it to be just about like, just letting go and having a good time and living your life and not holding on to anything. And no so, drudgery, right? All fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, and so we just like this, this lyric, the rest of the lyrics just poured out and like, I mean, really it was about 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, um, and, and we were done. I mean, it's one of, it's one of the fastest songs <laughs> I've ever written. They're always so, the best though, aren't they? they just yeah. like, there's no, um, there's no hard pulling. It's just, it's yeah. just coming and flowing, you know, yeah, kind of cool. No, sure. So what did you do on the studio? Did you, same lineup? Did all three of you guys uh, were part of this or was different people involved? So, um, so we, so then we, I mean, on a, on a different day, we started putting together the the music for it, like the the, the whole um, track. And there was several, like all these songs. Actually, there were several different stages. There was like the demo stage where we put together, like, you know, the the core of the song. Um, so we did that, and that all came together pretty quickly. We were, especially like with the piano, we were just like Tony played piano on it, and we were just like, you know, let's just make this piano really sloppy and and very like um, Little Richard. Yeah, yeah, very <laughs> rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I was getting from it. It just sounded like a fun, fun song to jam on. Yeah, and yeah. it was really fun to 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 you know put together and and put all the elements in there, and 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 so we 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 just threw the the piano on there, threw some fun guitars on there and then um and then recorded the vocals and we had our demo and then um and then and then you know we took it to the next level um this past um this past winter we I, I went back in and you know recorded some more things and polished it up um but the overall process of like just putting this song together was really just fun lighthearted, like 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 don't think about it too much <laughs> right right <laughs> because we didn't want to overthink it and, and get and take away from the the um the core of the song which is just to like give it away and not not hold on to things too much and not um take life too seriously just enjoy life you know right hey tell me about felice growing up um what were your influences at home uh anyone in the house play your mom your dad sisters brothers anybody yeah um well i you know my mom um and her family are all very musical. There's not a lot of professional musicians in her family, but they're all they're all very musically inclined. There and is now. Huh? <laughs> there is now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and they're my grandfather though, he was a musician. Um he played a lot with uh different players and different um uh musicians in New York. Um my mom's family's from New York, um, Harlem. And he he around the house growing up he would just play a lot of um my mom's family's puerto rican he so he played a lot of like puerto rican songs puerto rican boleros um and that influenced me a lot hearing him play and hearing him sing and singing with him um and that was you know very special to me he um 
he died when I was, you know, eight years old. So he really influenced my, my, my early years of musical development, um, a, a lot. And, um, actually, you know, like everything I do, I think about how I, you know, I hope that he's really happy looking down and hearing that I'm, you know, carrying on his legacy of music. Um, and so that he, you know, passed that down to his, to my mom as well. And so my mom really loved um, playing me the classics and um, a lot of musicals. Um, we used to watch The Sound of Music a lot, like um, an ungodly amount of times. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> and, yeah. And so um, that was my favorite. Um, that was definitely my favorite. And even as a baby, like she played, she told me she played um, – uh, the like some of the songs on xylophone, like just tinkering them out, and I would like finish the melodies at the end and things like that. <laughs> really? Oh, so, wow! Yeah, so that that was definitely that definitely um, ha- helped influence me and get me interested in music from a really young age. Are you doing everything on your own? Uh, do you have management? Do you have anybody helping you? Or are you kind of the the true indie artist? Um, well, I definitely like. Now I do have management and um, it's definitely been, but there's been steps to this. I mean, I'm still very much an independent artist. I'm not signed to a label. Um, so everything we're doing is just bootstrapping it and getting it going. <laughs> right, right. But uh, I do, ha- I am developing a team and the more uh, momentum we're picking up, the more people want to jump on board and help out. So that's been really good, um, which is helping a lot with, you know, just getting the word out and, and, and creating you know, different kinds of content that people can, you know, like videos and things like that, that people can watch and get introduced to my music in different ways. Um, so I'm really, really thankful that I have like a, um, a little team growing here that really believes in my music and really wants to help it grow and take it to the next level. Tell me about the social media. What's hot with you these days? What are your favorite platforms? Um, well, definitely um, Instagram is my favorite. Because okay. I just because you can do, you know, you can do um, pictures and music. Um, I mean, and video, which you can put music to those videos. Um, it's a great, great way, I think, to connect with people because people um, connect really well with visuals and they connect um, with uh, hearing what you're doing and seeing what you're doing. So I think that's like my favorite. Um, but I, I definitely, you know, I tweet. I like to give my opinions on Twitter about right. different things. Yeah, um, a lot of. Opinions opinions about like um uh, movies and and uh, comic book related uh, movies and things like that on tv <laughs> yeah i agree um, the instagram is the bomb i love it i think it's an awesome platform yeah yeah no it's so much it's so much fun and it's just really easy to to keep people posted on what i'm doing and let people know about shows that i have coming up um i'm really starting to get into snapchat though a lot too right um at first, I was kind of like, "What is this for? I don't get it." Yeah, <laughs> and then, um, and then as I started to use it, I realized it's a really great way to kind of bring people behind the scenes of what, like, every day, um, what I'm doing, uh, rehearsals, um, traveling to shows and gigs and things like that, um, showing you know behind the scenes right before a show um and also just like you know i'm having coffee and this coffee's really good <laughs> yeah i think <laughs> you know, that, like, i think the cool thing about snapchat is you can do all the things that other platforms but you can do it in such an entertaining way you know like yeah. all the all the There's funny no things you can do on that and the, you know the, the photos and how you can how you can alter them and all that it's pretty cool yeah yeah, and there's no pressure. I mean, it disappears in, I mean, in 24 hours. So, yeah. you know, it's kind of like a good place if it's, 
if it's not like really maybe Instagram worthy or Twitter worthy, you throw it on Snapchat because it's it's like, you know, people can kind of see things that maybe aren't as polished, right. but it's still fun to know about and still, still fun to see. So I like it. Let's listen to I Need to Feel with Felice. Okay, thanks. Round me up and throw me down. Crushes, girl. Really good song. Thank you. <laughs> Where did that come from? Because <laughs> um, you know, you're making me feel listening to that. <laughs> well, you know, again, liking um, movies and watching a lot of movies. Um, I was watching The Losers with Zoe Saldana and um, I'm forgetting the lead male character, but it was there was a scene in there where they were fighting and um and it was like it was sexy but they were fighting each other. Right. And and so I thought like and 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 the music behind it wasn't it was different it was different from I Need to Feel but it was still like kind of like a sexy like aggressive song and I'm like I want to write a song like that. Like a sexy aggressive song um that kind of like captures that, you know, that feeling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And 
And so um, it almost so should I, it almost should be on uh, that what was that TV show Breaking Bad? I could hear that yeah. song in Breaking Bad for sure. Yeah. You know, it has that dark energy to it that you know that that undercurrent of uh, whatever it's whether it's sex or whether it's danger or drugs yeah. or whatever's going yeah, on. Yeah, like a little danger, like it's on the edge there between those two things. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah great so, track. So, Love that. Yeah, no, for sure. So we just. I, I got, and then I, so the next time I had a writing session with, um, with my friend Mateo, um, I kind of brought that idea to him. And so he started coming up with like, um, with the drums for it. So this song is like, I told you, like we, every song approach is a little bit different. So this song was definitely driven by the, by the rhythm. Um, and so we started coming up with that first and then found that guitar lick to put in there. And then, um, and then, you know, then the, the, the melody came, um, and then the lyrics, and then, um, I wrote most of the lyrics with him and then, um, and then my friend Melody, um, came, came on board to help me with the, with writing the rest of the lyrics. I needed a woman's touch. <laughs> great. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Slamming and it's aggressive. It sounds great. Hey, I wanted to also like commend you and congratulate you on being, uh, featured on the cover of Submerge magazine. That's really, really awesome. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, that was really cool. And um, and also, like, as we're starting to wind down here, which I, I can't believe this has uh, gone so fast. It's crazy, Felice, how quickly this went. But uh, why don't you give us, like, your best place that people can connect with you, support you, your website, is it? Yes, Um. It's FeliceLazay.com, um, spelled F-E-L-I-C-E-L-A-Z, as in zebra, A-E.com. Awesome, awesome, because uh, I want people to please support Felice with, you heard the music, you know how cool it is, so uh, by all means, please support her, and also we'll have all your socials in the show notes, Felice, so people can instantly connect with you, and awesome. uh, yeah, and, and of course the website as well, but I wanted to thank you for taking time out and sharing your stories and your music today on Dharmic Evolution. It was a real pleasure to have you on board. I just want to wish you all the success in the world moving forward forward in your career oh thank you so much i appreciate it kevin thank you for having me calling me gravedigger give it away the story is important strangers playing together unites us immediately collaborating with other musicians dr art lapierre an inspiring professor listening and patience is so important Billie Holiday, Dave Stroud, Tony Gantos, Jeff Solomon. Instagram. She likes to give her opinions on Twitter. A new Snapchatter. A Breaking Bad style vibe on I Need to Feel. Please support Felice. You can feel her awesome vibe just like I could during this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed this as much as I did. So please check her out on the socials and her website. Support her. Purchase her music. Also, when you get a chance, head over on the DharmicEvolution.com and check out all of the content on the site, including my coaching page. If you're a podcaster new to the space or thinking of becoming one, I am the podcast launch expert and can help you with that challenge. Just email me at Kevin at DharmicEvolution.com. And if you've been a guest on this show, you are now famous. You're in 49 countries and counting. And you are on the site. And Felice is now on the site. 
Also, if you're not yet part of the Dharmic Evolution movement that is reshaping and recreating the music industry, please stop by the website and get involved. There are some awesome plans in the works for Dharmic Evolution that I would like you to be included in. Also, tune in this coming Wednesday, May 25th, when we head down in Nashville to listen to the passion, the stories, the songs, and the inspirational vocals of Jay Edwards. Don't miss this one. That's it for me today. I'm your host, James Kevin O'Connor, singer, songwriter, audio video artist, and master storyteller. So until the next time when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Let's do it.